There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet They cannot fathom, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Let me talk to you on this day of reverence and remembrance about sacrifice. Sacrifice is the loudest and brightest word of all. Sacrifice is the loudest word of all because it proclaims love and hope as it dreams of peaceful nights and raucous laughter and joyful dancing. It is revelational, yet rarely announced before it arrives. It is symbolic of something good. It calls for something of another world, something that is stronger than anything in this world. It points beyond itself to something better than itself. It speaks of all things being possible in God's time. Sacrifice always begins with a broken heart. Psalm 51. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise or you will not turn away from. Sacrifice always begins with a broken heart. You see, oftentimes in times past and even in times present, we have this this sense that sacrifice is, is something that we do externally. But it's not, really. Unless the heart is broken, sacrifice is meaningless. Unless the heart really speaks truth and love and passion and the agony of what it takes to give and give and give for the purposes of grace and freedom and truth and honor, then sacrifice can be very, very hollow. It can be meaningless. For you will not delight in sacrifice, David wrote or I would give it. 
you will not be pleased with a burnt offering. If all I do is put on some kind of an external show, if all I do is, is kind of act out something that's not really happening inside of me, that's really not sacrifice. Sacrifice always begins with a, with a broken heart. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh, God, you will not despise. Sacrifice is the loudest and brightest word of all. It calls for something of another world, something that is stronger than anything in this world. It points beyond itself to something better than itself. It speaks of all things being possible in God's time. Sacrifice is the brightest word of all. It rises slowly to its feet in the human heart and takes a deep breath. Sacrifice is your life aiming for God's will. The Apostle Paul wrote it this way in his letter to the Romans. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Somebody once said to me in my early Christian life, I wasn't, hadn't even had my first Christian birthday yet. Somebody said, the only problem, Michael, with a living sacrifice is it keeps crawling off the altar. And I thought, now what does that mean? Now what does that mean? But you see, in these days and times when Paul was writing, they all knew that a sacrifice meant something was going to die. Something was going to lose its Life, But Paul flips the equation and he says, I appeal to you by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. This is your spiritual worship. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Let, let God live in you and through you so that Your sacrifice is your life, the way you live, the way you carry out your your everyday responsibilities, the way you go to work, the way you get up in the morning before you had a cup of coffee. That's where it's hard for me. The way you you, you talk in a meeting when everybody's saying things that, that sound crazy and bizarre. You go to work and it seems like another episode of The Office and you go, how do we get through this day? Write me into a Dilbert strip, please, somebody. It just seems like it's all falling apart all the time. People want power instead of grace. People want to hold on to grudges instead of giving forgiveness or another chance. People say they want to change, and they don't change. But a person who is a living sacrifice 
has a different perspective. Sacrifice is your life aiming for God's will. It's a different perspective. It's, it's going into each and every moment of each and every day saying, how can I allow myself to be transformed by the power of God's spirit? How can I see this differently? Is what I'm feeling even the right feeling? It might be what you feel, but it might be muddied up by a lot of other things. Going into each and every day saying, is the world squeezing me into its, its mold, as J.B. Phillips wrote it? Is the world squeezing me into its mold? Or am I letting God show something through me? Is there any kind of, of light of God's love and grace that comes through my life? That by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, that's supposed to emerge from the life that is a living sacrifice. Sacrifice is the brightest word of all. It rises slowly to its feet in the human heart and takes a deep breath. Then in a sliver of an instant, whether it lives in a mother standing alone in a kitchen or in a soldier on a battlefield or in someone doing what is right, even when the cost is great, it shines like 10,000 stars all turned on at the same time. The glory of that moment is framed in silence as grace sequesters time. Life is changed. All things are stilled. You see it and see it not. It shines and disappears. Sacrifice is keeping the right perspective on life and death while actively giving yourself to Christian community through what God has given you. Hebrews 13. For here we have no lasting city. It doesn't last here. We all, we all feel like it's going to last and we all want to think that it's, that it's going to last and we, we kind of plan like it's going to last. For here we have no lasting city. But we seek the city that is to come. Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. For such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Every time you share what you have, God says, that sacrifice pleases me. That giving of what I trusted into your hands, that pleases me. You're stepping out of your comfort zone. That pleases me. You're trusting me for your future supply of resources. That pleases me. For here we have no lasting city, but we are seeking the city that is to come. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip 
you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Sacrifice is keeping the right perspective on life and death while actively giving yourself to Christian community through what God has given you. Read an interesting book in preparation for this weekend. It's simply titled War. War by Sebastian Younger. And in this book, he details all the, the real-life experiences and conversations and the fears and the anxieties and the, the great moments that arise on the battlefield. It's all about what's going on in Afghanistan. But when he wrote these words in, in this passage that actually covers several pages, this excerpt that I'm going to read actually covers several pages, there's something that really spoke to my heart that I wanted to give to you today. When men say they miss combat, it's not that they actually miss getting shot at. You'd have to be deranged. It's that they miss being in a world where everything is important and nothing is taken for granted. They miss being in a world where human relations are entirely governed by whether you can trust the other person with your life. For some reason, there is a profound and mysterious gratification to the reciprocal agreement to protect another person with your life. And combat is virtually the only situation in which that happens regularly. If young men could get that feeling at home, no one would ever want to go to war again. But they can't. The shared commitment to safeguard one another's lives is unnegotiable and only deepens with time. The willingness to die for another person is a form of love. And the experience of it changes a person profoundly. What the army sociologists with their clipboards and their questions slowly came to understand was that courage was love. What the army sociologists with their clipboards and their questions slowly came to understand was that courage was love. And so this, this man who embedded himself with the troops so he could write and learn and, and try to understand war peeled back something very profound. It was love that drove a lot of what was going on on the battlefield. It was love that drove this sense of, I will give my life for you. It was love that, that kept them glued together mentally and physically and spiritually. And it's that way because we need love so much. We need love in sacrifice. We need love in courage. We need love to be the highest principle that we're willing to, to give our lives to, that we're willing even to lay our lives down for. And so in the middle of this day of remembrance, this weekend of remembrance and of reverence, let's remember 
that it's love that drives us to protect freedom. It's love that imbues us with a sense of passion for for each other and what God has given into our hands, the responsibilities that he has given us. And let us never take lightly. Let, Let us never, ever, ever take lightly. Those who serve and who give their lives as a sacrifice out of love for all of us. Sacrifice always begins with a broken heart. Sacrifice is your life aiming for God's will. Sacrifice is keeping the right perspective on life and death while actively giving yourself to Christian community through what God has given to you. Sacrifice is the loudest and brightest word of all. Sacrifice is the loudest word of all because it proclaims love and hope as it dreams of peaceful nights and raucous laughter and joyful dancing. It is revelational yet rarely announced before it arrives. It's symbolic of something good. It calls for something of another world, something that is stronger than anything in this world. It points beyond itself to something better than itself. It speaks of all things being possible in God's time. Sacrifice is the brightest word of all. It rises slowly to its feet in the human heart and takes a deep breath. Then in a sliver of an instant, whether it lives in a mother standing alone in a kitchen or in a soldier on a battlefield or in someone doing what is right, even when the cost is great, it shines like 10,000 stars all turned on at the same time. The glory of that moment is framed in silence as grace sequesters time. Life is changed. All things are stilled. You see it and see it not. It shines and disappears darkness, darkness, then that dungeon summons it to shine again because it is darkness that beckons the light. It is darkness that begs heaven for light's freedom. The freedom that lasts forever was formed in a burst of sacrificial light. The proclamation of a cross thundered over the earth Those who hear that holy thunder and reflect its radiance are lights that stay the darkness. Sacrifice is the loudest and brightest word. Dear Heavenly Father, it is in these moments as we ponder sacrifice, as we realize what it has meant and how it has protected our freedoms. It is in these moments as we ponder sacrifice for the Christian life that we realize the cost, the cost of love, the cost of grace. So Father, as we remember and as we stop in a moment of reverence, Allow us never to forget that our, that our physical freedom came at a great price. But Father, allow us also never forget to forget that our spiritual freedom came at an enormous price.
Father, let us live this life of Christian sacrifice. Let us live it well. Let us live it with integrity. Let us live it with responsibility. Let us live it with vision. Let us live it with passion. Let us engage each and every day as if this was the only day that mattered of all other days. And let us give ourselves in sacrifice to the one who gave himself in sacrifice for love. In Jesus' name, amen. My fellow Americans, in this poignant hour, I ask you to join with me in prayer. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization and to set free a suffering humanity. Lead them straight and true. Give strength to their arms, stoutness to their hearts, steadfastness in their faith. And for us at home, fathers, mothers, children, wives, sisters, and brothers of brave men overseas, whose thoughts and prayers are ever with them. Help us, almighty God, to rededicate ourselves in renewed faith in thee in this hour of great sacrifice. And, O oh Lord, give us faith. Give us faith in thee, faith in our sons, faith in each other, faith in our united crusade. Let not the keenness of our spirit ever be dull. Let not the impacts of temporary events, of temporal matters of but fleeting moment, let not these deter us in our unconquerable purpose. Thy will be done, almighty God. Amen. I was there in the winter of 64 As we camped in the ice at Nashville's door 300 miles our trail it led We barely had time to bury our dead When the Yankees charged and the colors fell Hill was a living hell And when we called retreat It was almost dark And I died from a grief shot In my heart Say a prayer for peace For it. 
so very tired But I can't go home till the last shot's fired June 1944 Waited in the blood of Omaha's shore 21 and scared to death My heart was pounding in my chest And I almost made the first seawall my friends, they turned and saw me fall. I can smell the smoke, I can taste the mud. As I lay there dying from a loss of blood. And I'm in the fields of Vietnam, mountains of Afghanistan. I'm still hoping, waiting, praying. I did not die in the vein. with me for a benediction. Heavenly Father, we have paused to remember. We have taken a deep breath. We have thought about sacrifice, about love, about what you call people to do for freedom. Help us to continue to, to honor those who serve. Help us to continue to be humbled by those who give their lives for our freedoms. And help us to serve you well in this world that needs to see the light of sacrifice in everyday moments. Father, we give you our lives again on this Memorial Day weekend. 
take us and use us for your honor and glory, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being here today. Find somebody from the military and tell them thanks. Good day and God bless you.